Are you laughing now? All right. Welcome to yet another episode of Embrace the Suck, the official, licensed, sanctioned, leather-bound, rich mahogany-smelling podcast of APG, bringing you insight and two cents on the heavy-hitting lifestyle. I'm your host, Bill Hart, coming to you almost live from the south coast of Florida, where as many as 6,000 cruise line passengers are stuck on boats and not permitted to dock. I wonder if that's like where the where the uh, original Flying Dutchman came from. Like there's just sick people and they're like, no, stay out there. Stay out there and be sick. I don't know. Anyway, moving on from what we talked about last time. Last time we talked a little bit about stress. This time, let's jump into some thoughts on discipline. Discipline. Not just when your mom beats you for not cleaning your room. Look, sustained success does not happen by accident. All right. And that means discipline. Discipline is the bridge between who you are and who you want to become. All right, so talking about discipline, we don't want to just get into, uh, you know, hey, just stand up straight and make your bed, you know, again with the make your bed thing. Let's, we'll break it down into, into the physical and the mental components here and talk about how you can use these things, especially during some of this downtime to maintain that edge. So physical discipline we already know, you know, physical discipline is important. A strong mind lives in a strong body. And one of the places that I refer to that, that I wouldn't, or that I would never have thought I would have referred to, like, look at organized religion. Like any real organized religion has a very physical component to it. You don't just, you don't get to just click the box and say, okay, yeah, I'm on board. There's always a very physical component to it, whether it's stand over here, kneel over there. Uh, say this prayer, light this incense, whatever it is. Because the mental and the spiritual is very connected to the physical. We're not just a, a one-dimensional being. Your physical is, is connected to everything else. And so there's got to be a component to that. So we already talk about, about exercise. You know, if you've done an event with us, you know that there's, uh, there's a very physical component to it. And we know that one aspect of our discipline facilitates the other. So the mental facilitates the physical, the mental and physical facilitate the spiritual and so on. All right. One can't get by without the other. So we have to focus on all three of these. So we already know about exercise. If you're not getting some exercise while you're in lockdown, you're wrong. Right? So you need to be doing that. Maybe we talk about that in another episode. But looking further into the, into the, the physical aspect, the fuel, what are you fueling yourself with? You know, there's, there's a thousand and one different people that'll tell you, this is what you need to be eating. This is what you should never be eating. Something I've noticed recently is reading about a lot of these diet things. Anything you look up, there is somebody willing to tell you, this is why you should never eat that one thing. Right? Hey, grains. No, you should never eat that. That's terrible for you. Hey, meat. No, you should never eat that. How about vegetables? No, vegetables won't give you this, this, or this. So, what I'll tell you is, in terms of diet, you've got to find what works best for you, what fuels your body the best, what combination of these things works the best for you. Like me, I tried to do, I tried to do the vegetarian thing. I tried for like two weeks and I felt like I was going to die. And I've had a bunch of people say to me, well, you've got to give it time. You've got to give it time to adjust. And like, no, I'd, I'd rather walk into traffic. I'm not a fan. Um, so me, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get with a steak. I'm good with it. 
for you, whatever works for you. You know, everybody's got their own little combination of what makes them feel best. But what I can tell you for sure is that a lot of these chemicals that you see in your food, that's nothing you should be putting into your body. The rule of thumb that I go by is I look at the box and if I can't pronounce it, then I'm not going to eat it because I have no idea what it's going to do to me. And if you keep eating that stuff for years and years and you wonder why America has the highest rate of cancer in the world, right? Like you go to these, these third world places, some of these places I've been, and you see what they eat. I mean, horrible stuff. Dude, Afghanistan. I mean, granted, most people don't live long enough there to get cancer, but some of the stuff I see them eating there, these weird fried triangle things. You ask me about the fried triangle sometimes. Uh, dude, the, my, I had this interpreter. He says, hey, boss, you want me to get you local food? I said, yeah, man, get me local food. I'll eat whatever. The guy comes back with fried triangles, and I have no idea what this is. Well, there's meat inside. I'm like, I, I don't know. But, you know, you've got fried triangles over there. You've got any number of weird things all around the world. But it's America that leads in dying of cancer. Why? Because you're eating chemicals and nothing else. Like, you think it's a natural state? Or something to sit in your cupboard and just sit there for a year before you could you could eat it and it doesn't go bad? No, man. Like, what's that doing to you? It's not any good for you. But I digress. So, looking at what you put in what you put into your body, nothing you can't pronounce. When you go to the store, an easy rule of thumb is if you stay around the edge of the store, just stick to the walls, avoid going up and down the aisles. You're generally going to do okay. You're going to get quality fuel. And uh, like we say, a strong mind lives in a strong body. So moving on from that, let's look at mental discipline. All right, this is something that's easily neglected far more than almost anything else. I mean, people will, people will skimp on their diet, but in terms of what you're putting in your head, you'll neglect that a whole lot faster than what you're putting in your body. And I really had to take stock on this because this was something that I was terrible about. I mean, I was... Uh, you know, I'm supposed to be a finely tuned operational machine. And yeah, was I always careful about what I put in my body? No, not, not especially, you know, I knew what I should be doing and I did the right thing a lot of times, but a lot of times I, I, I do whatever, but in terms of mental discipline, not a chance, dude. And that's speaking to what are you listening to? What are you watching? What kind of people are you around? I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. You know, when I, when I hear, when I hear like the traditional Irish music, I started thinking, man, I could really go for a beer right now, right? And I, I mean, if that stuff is playing at the bar, I'll stand there all night and I'll listen to the Irish music and I'll drink that beer and I'll feel like I'm going to die the next day. But, but that's the kind of thing where we talk about the things that you think becomes your feelings and your feelings become motivations, motivations become actions. And like Aristotle says, we are what we repeatedly do. But so in terms of what kind of person do you want to be then, I mean, ask yourself, and I, I ask clients this all the time, what do you want? Right? So, I mean, a lot of times the way that we phrase it is, is what does better look like to you? You know, and that's a way to think of it. How do I see myself improving? But at the end of the day, it comes down to what do you want? Right? Because you could say, I, I'd like to, you know, you ever go to a restaurant and you're like, dude, how cool would, be, would it be to speak Chinese? Or be able to sit here and order this in Thai. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh man, I want to speak Chinese. 
okay, there's a big difference between I want to speak Chinese and I want to have already learned Chinese because actually sitting down and trying to, to learn some of this stuff or trying to accomplish some of these things, I want to deadlift 500 pounds. No, you want to have deadlifted because a lot of people, the time of going in there every day, day in and day out, no, I'm not really interested in that. So what is it that you want? And then you can start looking at what do I need to fill my head with? What do I need to surround myself with? How can I get from here to there? And then the last aspect of this, um, of this discipline concept we're talking about, we'll talk about recovery real quick. Because a lot of people think that discipline means only staying busy. It's only the things you do. I would say that it's, you know, success is not just the things you do right. It's the things you don't do wrong. So sometimes it's doing things. Other times it's not doing things. And recovery is a huge aspect of that. So we talk about recovery. It's, you know, people say, hey, you need your rest. Americans are the worst about getting enough sleep. It used to be Japanese. I remember like, you know, in the 80s and 90s, people talked about all oh, those hardworking, those, those Japanese people, they burn that midnight oil. Guess what? Guess who it is now? It's the Americans. You, dirty American, you're the one not getting enough sleep, all right? You're the one up late at night and sometimes it's not even working. Sometimes it's, it's watching them Netflix, looking at them memes. I love some memes, yeah, but you need that sleep. So you should be aiming for that eight or nine hours a night. And if you're not getting it, then you need to rework that schedule, rework that program, right? Get yourself where you need to be so you can get the rest that you need. So you got to schedule your downtime, like schedule in. This is when I'm going to turn all the lights off. This is when the TV goes off. This is when I get in bed. This is when I stop working and get something to eat. Because really, are you putting out good work when you're jumping through hoops and you you feel like you got a wool blanket stuffed in your head? Let me give you an idea of what I'm talking about. The, uh, the second time I was in Iraq, uh, I got hit up to be the guy that talks to, talks to informants. So, uh, you know, if some farmer wants to walk over to the base and say, hey, I saw some guys burying something in the road. Somebody should go take a look at it. Somebody's got to go up to the gate and talk to that guy. And that somebody was me. And we started getting some pretty good, we were making some good progress. You know, we were, we were getting a lot of good work done. And... Um, we had one guy that we were meeting up with, and this guy was, uh, I guess this guy had been linked up with a lot of insurgent cells. But a lot of these people, what was going on was these people would come from, you know, there, there's like a jihad season, right? So they'd come from all over. People would, we, we caught people from Saudi Arabia even, you know, coming in uh, to get their jihad on. And uh, what they were doing, I mean, a lot of these people were, were stealing things from local people, shaking down local people, running drug rackets, booze rackets, prostitution. And to the, the purists, you know, the, the strict Muslims, they didn't like this. They didn't like us, but they liked that stuff even less. So this guy came to us and he was a, like a small time sheikh, like a small time tribal leader. And he, he says, hey, look, I'll help you guys, but when this is done, I want to see you out of here. And I said, man, I don't want to be here any longer and I have to be here. You want me out? I want out. Right. So, uh, this guy starts, uh, this guy, you know, most people there, they only know people in their immediate neighborhoods. This guy knew people everywhere. Like there's like, there's no neighborhood this guy doesn't know. And, uh, so we're rolling up guys left and right. You know, like I, I had a, a real nice tracksuit collection, you know, by the time I left, you know, what I'm talking about, um, so one time this guy is briefing me 
on uh, where these guys are hiding out. And um, and he's telling me like, yeah, they're hiding out in this in this this apartment complex kind of thing. But you got to drive in from this direction. And and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm nodding out. Like this guy's telling me how to go roll up, go roll up these these insurgent characters without getting myself killed. And I'm like nodding off. And, and that was the point I said, man, I got to get my life together a little bit, you know, because am I, am I doing good work at that point? Am I looking out for other operators? Like, no, I'm, I'm in here doing half a job because I'm falling asleep. So I kind of got my act together and then I told the boss like, Hey, I need a day or two, man. I got to get some sleep dude. Cause I'm not, I'm not any good right now. I'm going to get somebody killed if I don't get myself killed. So you got to keep yourself sharp. And you look at a lot of, a lot of these things where people are, focusing on, on the day-to-day, stacking these wins, stacking these solid days that they're performing. And you see like, uh, you see people talk about, you know, they'll, they'll put pictures of their food or put pictures of their watch when they wake up and you say, well, is it just about this one thing? Well, no, man, that one day, that one wake up, that one meal, that's not the difference maker. It's every single day doing it exactly that way. You know, it's like you look at the side of an airplane or you look at the rivets on a bridge all that stuff is in a perfect straight line and it's all done just so. That's how you know when you walk out there across that bridge, out of that bridge from who you are to who you want to be, right? When you walk out there on that bridge, that's how you're confident that that thing's not going to collapse and you're going to fall with it because it's put together just so. If you walk out there and it's this janky pile of wood and missed appointments and sloppy schedules and half workouts and sloppy diet. Is that a bridge that you're going to walk across? Not me, man. I don't want that. I want it just so. And that's what every single day, stacking up those wins, doing it just so, day in and day out, that's what it's going to give you. So that's what you're aiming for. So that's probably enough talk on discipline today. Maybe next time we'll talk about um, some of the nuts and bolts of really setting up a solid program, a solid day in, day out program. Uh, and, and what that looks like. If, uh, if you've got something you'd like to hear about or a question you want to ask, you can email us at info at apg.team or check out our website at www.apg.team. And until next time, as the sun sets slowly in the east, we'll leave you with the words of Dale Carnegie, who says, today is actually the tomorrow that you were worried about yesterday. that you are not.